Welcome back to Chemistry with MMA Show. I'm here alongside Joey Alberti. UFC 271 this Saturday. I know it's an important fight for you as an Israel Adesanya fan, but you know, for a lot of MMA fans, we've been looking forward to this fight for a long time. Just the rematch against Robert Whitaker. The first fight, however, really wasn't that close. Um, I know since then, Whitaker has gone on a three-fight win streak. Izzy is, I believe, three and one since that fight as well. The one loss, obviously, to Jan Blachowicz, um, where there's a bunch of different discrepancies in that fight, the weight, all that. Um, but I don't know. I, I've seen Whitaker, of course, progress, and he's he's looked as good as he ever has. But I, I wonder to you, what makes this fight so much different for Whitaker than the first one? You've heard him talk a bunch about his mindset and how he basically let Izzy get in his head in that first fight, which I thought was really interesting that he admitted that because Izzy was saying that all along, like right after the fight, he was like, I looked at him and I saw how intense he was and how like over the top intense he was walking into that cage on fight night. He knew he had him and um, he just knew by the look in his eye that that was that was a wild animal and that wild animals can't fight Izzy because he's just going to pick him apart like he did. Um, also like he did against Paulo Costa. But I think this time Whitaker has a much better mindset, and he's obviously very skilled. I don't we'll, – we'll get to predictions in the, in the later segment of the show. But I think this fight is going to be a very, very close fight, or at least a lot closer than it was back in 2018. Now, looking at their resumes, though, it's interesting. Whitaker has not had a TKO win since April of 2017. And the only reason I mention that is because, you know, Adesanya doesn't have a lot of finishes either. And when he gets into those five-round fights, it's pretty much in his favor, except the Kelvin Gaslam fight, which was a very close 3-2 decision on the scorecards. But how do you see Whitaker being able to deal enough damage over 25 minutes to actually win three rounds against a guy who maintains distance so well, point fights so well? How could Whitaker get that done? The ground. And I don't I don't know how much of Izzy's ground game we've seen other than Jan, where Jan just kind of laid on him for the last two rounds, which is because he was massive and like 25 pounds yeah. heavier than him. So I think the thing with Whitaker is going to be testing how good his ground game is because he's not going he will not be Izzy striking. No one in the middleweight division is going is capable of beating Izzy as a striker. That's what made him a champion. Now the test is. How good is his ground game? Which he's defended takedowns. He defended takedowns against Brunson. He defended takedowns against Vittori. Blahovich was just a, a a massive man, and that makes things a lot harder. But if Whitaker does want to win this, he's going to have to find ways to get this to the ground and in his get be on top of Izzy while he's just ground and pound. Right, Vittori is the is definitely the interesting one to mention because even though Romero's a fantastic wrestler, he doesn't wrestle that much in the UFC. Costa, not so much. Even Blahovich, not so much. But Vittori was the guy that's like, hey, he's pretty good at wrestling. Maybe he'll be able to take Israel down. He really couldn't whatsoever. So I don't know how Whitaker will be able to. I He'll have to definitely catch him on his back foot. What's that, you know, like his favorite little combination, the, the jab into the wheel kick, mm-hmm. Whitaker? Maybe something like that where Adesanya is then leaning back and he can just take advantage of him being off balance. But just... Diving in for a single single leg or double leg, I don't think he'd be able to do that. Um, so I think a lot of it's going to have to maybe come down to a lot of clinching, a lot of dirty work, like kind of Oliveira versus Poirier-ish, where it was very just like 
it was almost hard to watch. Like the ground and pound was vicious, you know, putting his hand in his face, being all aggressive in that regard. I think doing that over the course of 20, 25 minutes can maybe slow down Adesanya a little bit. You're not going to beat Adesanya clean. It's going to have to be dirty. It's going to have to be a crappy fight probably. If Whitaker wants to win, I think it's going to be a lot of boring clinch work, takedown, and just try to sit on him and make allow him to not get up if that's even possible. Because Izzy has a six and a half inch reach advantage on him and a four inch height advantage on him. That's that's it's very significant and it's so significant just because of how long he really is. So it's even longer than the way he's able to manage his distance. That that reach is even longer than it um, than it just says on paper. So. I just think it's going to be – it. considering Whitaker got – I mean, he got knocked out twice in the first fight. <laughs> he got saved by the bell the first <laughs> time, uh, which would have made a great comeback if he were, to, uh, were able to win. But then, I mean, Adesanya was leaning back completely, and it was just a swooping hook that was able to knock him out. So, I mean, his distance management is insane. But I have a question to ask because Izzy just – I think it was either yesterday or the day before – um, the numbers aren't officially released. I know they don't like to talk about them. Um, MMA fighters don't, but he has said that he most likely now has the second biggest contract in the UFC, second to Conor McGregor, of course. Do you think that plays a role in his mentality at all coming into this fight? Because I'm thinking of it in two ways. One, it could be like, okay, now he has the security net of having so much money. Or two, he's so confident that he knows he's going to be doing this for a long time. I, I see two different sides to it. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I lean on the side of the latter in his confidence. I think he's always, even though he wasn't getting paid as it, I think he really always saw himself and presented himself and carried himself as a superstar in the sport, as he should. Probably the biggest behind Conor McGregor, if we're being honest, that's the way he carried himself. I'm not saying he is. That could be a big debate, too, just who's the second biggest superstar behind uh, it Conor could McGregor. Cer- it could certainly be him, yeah. Could be. I don't think it is, but I think he deserves to get the second most money because I feel like a lot of the non-champions are big stars like the Diaz's and Masvidal's and whatever. But I do not think this will affect the way he fights. I think it just means he's getting more money at the end. I think it just kind of backs up his his confidence, um, and it doesn't put it it doesn't push his confidence to a toxic level where I think it affects his fighting. But I I just think it it backs it up and kind of shows that he's getting paid probably the way he should be getting paid. Sure, yeah, and and just adding on to that, for fighters that should be getting paid the most, I I think him and Usman should be right should be right up there. The way, the, I mean Usman especially just because of how often he fights. Yeah, it seems like he fights every other month, and he's win he he's hasn't lost in ten years. It seems like I I don't know the exact number, but, um, and then yeah, I know Izzy just brings in so much draw from Australia, New Zealand, and um everywhere over there so that that's a big draw as well got to finish off with a prediction for this fight who do you have I have Izzy but like I said I think it's going to be a lot closer I think Whitaker will be a lot more calculated even though we were kind of crapping on Whitaker and saying that he doesn't have any any much of a chance but I do think it'll be closer Izzy's not going to just dominate like he did the first time I don't think but Whitaker Whitaker's really 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 good I just think Izzy's a little bit better in, in everything where Whitaker's not going to be able to go on the offensive. Yeah, I think it'll be the same result as the first fight, just maybe later in the third or fourth round. 
because Whitaker's going to get frustrated that Izzy's not being taken down. He's just going to keep getting countered, keep getting jabbed, keep getting kicked. Um, and eventually that's just, this is going to break him down because even if Izzy doesn't hit like Paulo Costa, he hits hard enough where if he hits you enough um, <laughs> enough in the first few rounds that it's going to take a, a major toll. So I'm saying a third or fourth probably TKO. Really? I think I think it's going to be a decision. You think so? Yeah. Unanimous, but I think it'll be a right. decision. Yeah. No, I can see I could see that either way. For sure. But uh to me, my favorite fight of the whole night <laughs> and I think it's a lot of people's favorite fight. It's the the people's main event. <laughs> but Derek Lewis versus Tai Tuivasa. You have Derek Lewis who has the most knockouts in UFC history. Um he had a tough performance against Cyril Gaon, but completely bounced back and destroyed Chris Dawkins. And then you have Tai Tuivasa who's riding a, a three fight knockout streak. It was two four. For, is it four? It is. Oh, it's four. Look at that. And uh I mean, his popularity has skyrocketed yeah. with the shoeies. <laughs> I got I was lucky enough, I was at his fight against Greg Hardy. And just seeing how people in the stands just literally take their shoes off. And pour beer in their shoe and start drinking. It's just random people all over the the arena. It's actually a sight to behold. So, I I don't know how to think about this fight because I'm really excited because you got Derek Lewis is so entertaining. He's so fun. He's so good. Tai Tuivasa has all this hype, but is this too big of a leap for Tai? You have the number three ranked Derek Lewis who has fights against Francis Ngannou and Cyril Gan. And then you have Ty, who's fought, you know, 10 to 15 and unranked fighters. Is this too big of a leap? It's a very good question. I think it's just too big of a leap. I, see, the thing that I'm hoping about this fight, I think the, the thing that everyone's hoping about this fight, is that it's not just a, a decision, right. a third-round decision. That would, because these, these are knockout artists at, their, at the finest, at the highest level, in this heavyweight division, Taito Ivasa has won 13 of his 14 fights by knockout. <laughs> and then Derek Lewis has the most UFC knockouts in history. Crazy. Someone is going to get knocked out. And the scary thing about heavyweights is either of them can fall. Yeah. I, so while I think Lewis is the better fighter just because of the resume and everything, Tuivasa can very, very easily... Just land one punch and just have have Lewis out cold. Yeah, because I mean it was, it wasn't the first punch of the night by any means, but it was only one big counter against Greg Hardy that knocked him out, and then against uh, Sakai, he it was pretty much they were just in the clinch, and then he started um, ripping hooks left and right, and one finally landed, and then boom, it was over. So, I I completely agree with that. Ty needs to do what Gon did. And needs to put Lewis on his back foot and up against the cage because he needs to get Lewis tired. Because the slower Lewis gets, the more hittable he becomes. Um, but it's it's difficult because he only has 15 minutes to do that. And so in 15 minutes, whether Lewis is on his back foot or not, he's going to be able to knock you out at any point, any second within the whole fight. Because we saw that against um, Volkov. Yeah. So really, what do you think Ty needs to do? I mean. Uh, the thing, okay, so the thing about the whole, like, he needs to do what Gan does, Cyril Gan is, like you said, you're the biggest Cyril Gan supporter I know. <laughs> he is one of one in terms of athleticism at the heavyweight division. He is not going to be able to do 
what Gan Tuivasa's will not be able to do what Gan did to Derek Lewis. He's not to just, the I think it's just to be a scrap. How mm. how oh, is he going to get, get in a scrap against Lewis though, do you? <laughs> Tuivasa is the same thing though. Why would you want to get in a scrap with Tuivasa? He knocked out his past five four people in the I first understand. or second round. I understand. Lewis is just so much dev- just I I'm really really hoping we see a scrap in this fight that these two just go all out and someone falls in the first two rounds. I agree, but that's going to have to, you know, that's going to take a lot for Lewis um to get to that cuz he is very calm in there, surprisingly. It, he's a super calm and patient fighter and kind of methodical in the way that he strikes. But I want to ask because the last time he was in Houston his home crowd, he has said um you know that he really wasn't feeling the best that night mentally uh because it was the same that was the same day many many years prior that he was released from prison and so it was a very emotional day for him but now he's in Houston a lot of the fans will be supporting him family will be there supporting him is the spotlight going to be too big again where the pressure is going to crumble on him not at all and there's a few reasons why first off he's not fighting for the interim heavyweight title Second, he's not fighting against Cyril Gan, who we both know is probably the second best heavyweight right now. And I think you still think he's the best heavyweight for No, no, no. What I saw Adam Gan, it was out of a movie. So. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm very glad to hear that. <laughs> and then third off is that he has that experience now where he's fought in Houston at a big stage. And this isn't even as big of a stage. And it's the second time doing it. So I think the pressure, I, I doubt that it's just going to be no pressure on, Fran- on Francis, on Derek. But I think it'll be a lot less pressure against a, a worse opponent. So I think he'll be okay. Right. That 15 minutes he's going to love. He loves 15-minute fights. <laughs> yes. He's he going to be very happy that he's, he's going to be able to use all of his cardio <laughs> in a shorter amount of time. No matter what happens, though, either... Interview is going to be fantastic. You're either going to have one guy on top of the cage drinking beer or one guy throwing his memorabilia into the crowd (laughs) is all I'll say. So it'll be a fun night. Nonetheless, finally, though, your prediction on it. Derek Lewis, third-round knockout. Yeah, I'm very – I might have to say even earlier, it's – we saw it against Blades. It was literally the first the first punch, you know. <laughs> he stood there. Remember, he didn't throw a punch in the first round. It was his first punch thrown in the second round as Blades was going in for a takedown, and he was literally stiff on the ground. And I just don't – I don't know if Ty is good enough yet to be able to manage that. It's going to be a hell of a fight. It'll, I'll be on the edge of my seat because <laughs> you have to be. It could be one second or the last second, and somebody could be out. So it'll be great nonetheless. But I have Lewis, and I know you wanted to talk about Jared Cannonier and Derek Brunson. Where do you see that fight going? Well, let's start by saying that this is like a contender fight. It, it for sure is a contender fight. I I think. Yeah, at this point, I think a title shot is deserving. Cannoneer's three, wins. Brunson's four. Yep. Whitaker's getting the title shot. But, I mean, okay, so if Izzy loses, then obviously it's going to be a trilogy. Correct. Vittori is not getting the title shot next. He has to fight like a Sean Strickland or something like that, which is actually a really, I think that's a really good fight, Strickland versus Vittori. That's interesting. But. Or Pelo Costa. <laughs> 
why would he ever fight a middleweight again? Didn't Dana say he's not? He can't. Like, this dude is like 140 pounds naturally, and he tries cutting down to 185. 240. 240, yeah, not 140. <laughs> but <clears throat> Jared, he Izzy's showed interest in fighting Jared Cannonier, and I'm not even saying, even if, oh, okay, actually, this is only if Izzy wins, because if he loses, sure. then the trilogy. Brunson, he already beat up, but he said he wants to lap the, the division, so I, I truly think this is a very important fight to see what will be next in the middleweight division. I don't think either fight is super exciting against Izzy. I think Izzy handles either one of them, but this is just kind of the way that the the UFC goes, and there's no one really... I mean, Sean Strickland isn't isn't someone that, like, is putting, is putting butts in seats. He's not going to be someone that everyone's really jonesing to see fight Izzy for the middleweight title next. He, he's got to earn it a little more. But as much as... As well as Brunson's been doing, I like Cannonier a lot. Like, I, I like him. I think his striking is very, very good. And in that Whitaker fight, I'm pretty sure he had, like, a broken hand or a broken something, foot or something. So I, I'm i going to have to take Cannonier here. See, what I see with Cannonier sometimes um, is he's very timid, it seems, in some of his fights. Doesn't seem like he likes putting the pressure on. And when, when someone doesn't do that, it opens the door for wrestlers to take advantage. And Brunson, as we've seen, is very very well equipped on the ground um mm. plus his mythical blonde brunson status <laughs> <laughs> that uh <laughs> increases his attributes a little bit but i think it'll i think it'll be a very competitive fight if it gets to the ground it's it's brunson's all day probably by decision um striking i mean i know it was against izzy but brunson's striking has is no match for someone of high quality so if cannoneer can put pressure on and and, and use his striking effectively then i i agree with you on that but i think at the end of the day i'm saying brunson but i can see it either way the takedown defense of jared cannonier is going to be a very big indicator and for sure the direction that this that this fight goes i agree i agree and now i'm just i'm just going to look at the rest of the fights i know bobby green and nazrat (laughs) yep Joey Giant. Who do you, Nazrat, wait, 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 wait. Who do you think's gonna who do you think's gonna win? Bobby Green or, or Nazrat? I'm gonna take Bobby Green. <laughs> Bobby Green's the favorite right now. I know. Bobby, Bobby Green, Green is he's not bad. He's not bad. No, I know. I know. That's another fighter I actually I actually got to see in person. So I'm just gonna pull for him because I got to see him in person. But he hasn't other than okay. He fought Wow, he's he's been active, Bobby. He's Green. been really active. I mean, he has he's twenty eight and twelve. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of fights. Al, but his last fight was against Al Iaquinta. He destroyed Al Iaquinta. I know, but what is, what does that mean? I mean, Bobby Green's thirty five. Uh, Iaquinta's, pr- you know, he's getting up there. So wait, okay, so Bobby Green's thirty five. So what does that mean? That he's getting old and worse? No, that means he's very good for his age. He's coming. To form apparently, just a little bit later than <laughs> you'd say some, because I Quint is only thirty four. We'll see. I that like a, I like Nazrat. That was a tough showing for I Quinta though in November. Mm. The fans were pulling for him hard because mm. it was in it was in New York City. Yeah, not the, the native, <laughs> and he got taken out. Yeah, that was a bad <laughs> that was a bad one. But regardless, it's going to be a fun card. Um, I know you said you're all you're all in watching it Saturday. No distractions. No distractions. No distractions. I need to. I need to see. I need to see this card. Yeah, for everyone's information, Joey and I were both invited to a party. We will not be attending. Yeah, we're super cool. 
This fight I promise. Is, this fight cool. is too important. <laughs> Incredible journalists doing our job. <laughs> Regardless, that'll be a great night. I'm headed home watching it with the family. Um, and if you're tuning in, uh, please check in next week. We'll be going over everything that's happening. Um, but yeah, as always, thank you for listening and enjoy the fights. <laughs>